Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A few minutes ago, I told you about the new big Amazon announcement yesterday. $4.3 billion to build an Amazon Web Services cloud computing server hub in the city of Calgary. It's a big deal. It's a massive injection of... Um, capital and it'll lead to employment and uh, it's all in that tech sector that we talk about a lot in Alberta as being sort of uh, an emerging industry and something that we can sort of stake some of our future on. Now, another component of that sector, of course, is the video game industry. And don't discount the video game industry. It is massive. There's a new report out today by the Entertainment Software Association of Canada the 2021 video game industry report, and it says Alberta is losing out on growing and attracting video game companies and the high-paid, high-skilled jobs that go along with that sector. So to tell us all about that, we have Scott Nye joining us now, the president of Digital Alberta. Scott, thank you for your time today. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thank you, Shay. Great to be here. When we talk about the video game industry, how big is it in Canada? Like, how many people work in it? How much money does it generate? It's a massive industry, right? Yeah, so there's been 4,600 new jobs created just in the last two years across Canada. Um, Canada clearly punches above its weight in terms of per capita uh, employment uh, within the games industry. 32,000 jobs now, uh, again, across uh, across Canada, representing about $5.5 billion in, in uh, GDP contribution to Canada's economy. Some huge numbers and growing, right? I mean, it's seen massive yeah. growth just in the past few years. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the global pandemic, uh, you know, it's, it's no uh, secret uh, that folks were looking for entertainment solutions uh, while they were uh, locked up at home. Uh, the uh, video game industry um, certainly benefited from that. But one of the items to, that uh, certainly caught my eye is there was an article in The Economist back in July, and uh, their, their assessment was that the biggest uh, new media habit to be formed during the pandemic uh, appears to be gaming, and that it's simply showing no sign of falling away as life gets back to normal. So, you know, people that have historically uh, played video games, um, they've, uh, you know, they're they're uh, continuing to uh, engage in the medium, uh, but certainly there was an opportunity to uh, have uh, new players uh, experience um, the, uh, you know, the entertainment factor that video games represent, and, and uh, they still continue to play. Uh, prior to that, though, I mean, video games uh, not uh, often... Um, known uh, outside of our industry is that uh, the the global market for video games 175 billion dollars in 2020 uh 200 billion dollars uh, in estimated revenue uh coming up within the next few years uh, audience approaching 3 billion players it's just a massive industry and you know, even back in 2018 down in the United States, uh, consumers spent as much on video games as they did on home video music and movies combined. So it's it's literally the I would say the largest form of, of entertainment in the world. And and you know we have a we have a good industry uh, here in Alberta, but there's certainly opportunities to grow that. I'm just wondering when you're talking about video game industry, for some reason I'm thinking my kids PlayStation or Xbox, or, but obviously it's much much more than that. You're talking about computers, you're talking about phones, you're all it's it, it's all included, right? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, mobile gaming is a is a huge element to the games industry, uh, and certainly uh, has become that uh, over the last couple of years. Um, and so, you have companies in Alberta that are are building content for you know to play on your PC, to play on Xbox, your PlayStation, mobile phones. Um, but beyond that, actually, one of the really interesting opportunities in in Alberta is when you talk about the video game industry, more broadly, we like to refer to as the interactive digital media um, uh, sector and, and, or IDM for short. Uh, Because within that, there's companies that uh, already exist in Alberta that are just doing some really innovative work where it's, it's not about bringing content uh, to players so that they consume it sitting on their sofa with a, with a controller in hand or in front of their PC, but uh, these are companies that are working with, you know, the uh, Enbridges of the world, the Suncores of the world, uh, bringing IDM technology uh, into their organizations to produce solutions that they're able to, um, you know, drive efficiencies within their organizations. And, and, and those become export-ready solutions for us as well. So we talk about how oil and gas uh, export-ready markets that we're looking for, the solutions that the IDM sector is driving within the uh, foundational sectors of Alberta's economy also represent uh, significant opportunities for us to develop export-ready solutions right here in Alberta. Okay, when we take a look at the industry in Canada, how does it stand now? I mean, obviously, there's some of this industry located in Canada. Where is it primarily centered? Where, you know, where is Alberta seeing growth that could be here happening in other places? Yeah, definitely. Uh, our, our main competitors uh, and those that are leading the charge in Canada are in BC, uh, in Quebec, and in Ontario. And and it's simply you know it's it's no it's no surprise um, uh, within each of those jurisdictions and in other provinces they have um, uh, different tax incentives uh, in place than than what we benefit from here in Alberta and as a result of that um, you know you'll always have um, uh, opportunities in the entrepreneurial spirit within Alberta mm-hmm. uh, that will drive some growth but. Uh, activating capital from outside the province, um, they're uh, definitely the jobs. You know, I, I referenced the 4,600 new jobs just in the last two years uh, across Canada. Uh, the bulk of those jobs have gone to um, BC, Ontario, and Quebec. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Yeah, I mean, just taking a look at your report, Alberta picking up 4% of those jobs, so not very much at all. Yeah, no, we're we're four percent of the of the industry right now. Um, certainly, you know, below what you would expect even from a per capita uh, basis. Um, and but you know, there's a real opportunity for us to to 
to get in and and start competing with those other jurisdictions. I mean, we have all uh, we have a number of, of um, factors that that uh, work in our favor. You have low cost of living. You have you know no provincial sales tax. You have low personal um, tax rates. You have low corporate tax rates. All of those. Uh, play into the decisions when uh, folks are making a decision around where they're going to place capital uh, to create jobs. Um, but uh, there's just other incentives that are in place in other jurisdictions that we don't benefit from here in Alberta, um, and we're hoping to, to see that change. Um, a little off topic here, but I'm kind of surprised. I've, I've done some work with BioWare before. I've done some stories with BioWare. I thought we were, you know, we had a pretty firm footing in this industry in, in Alberta, especially in Edmonton, with the huge success of Bioware. Did we just not build on it? Did we not capitalize? Yeah, I mean, I used to work at Bioware um, uh, back in the day and, and with Electronic Arts, who's their parent company, and, and they, are a, they are a homegrown success story. And one of the things that we have working in our favor is to actually have a, um, uh, uh, you know, a building block like Bioware. Yeah. Uh, to to be and and you see people you know spinning out from Bioware, um, starting up their own um, uh, game studios as a result. Uh, so so there is that opportunity and the expertise of people coming into the Bioware studio uh, here in Edmonton. Um, you know they're looking to they've set down roots, uh, they've established themselves in in uh, the province, uh, and uh, so. So it's one thing we have working in our favor to be able to have that. That some provinces simply don't have that. So we're one step up from them, but uh, we're we're not competing effectively with uh, the other jurisdictions like BC and and Ontario and Quebec. So how do we change that, Scott? What do we need to do? I mean, wh- what's the call here? How do we get that uh, reversed? Where you know, like you say, we have a lot of really good attributes here. How do we capitalize on it? Yeah, so we've been working through proposals, and and uh, I would draw a parallel to the film and television um, right. sector in the province uh, just over the last year. You've seen what the right incentives in place, typically uh, viewed as labor-based tax incentives. Um, you can see uh, by Alberta having a competitive incentive structure in place, what happened? We've had uh, record levels of production. And and uh, so the the moment that we level the playing field in any any jurisdiction, any industry sector that we decide to participate, take a look at it from a macro level. Look at what's required in order for Alberta to compete in film and television. And similarly within IDM, it's having certain tax incentives in place, labor-based tax incentives. That activates capital. That brings jobs into the province. It creates jobs. The jobs that we're talking about with an IDM, these are well-paid, highly Highly educated individuals. Oh, absolutely, right. And and I think that's one of the one of the real challenges that we face is that we have some exceptional programs in Alberta's post-secondary institutions. Uh, U of A and the U of C have um, phenomenal comp sci programs. Uh, They're even starting a comp sci program up at uh, Grand Prairie uh, Regional College. Uh, One of the folks that I work with actually sits on an advisory committee um, because he used to come from Grand Prairie. So, you know, if people have grown up in Alberta have actually been able to uh, get jobs uh, within, you know, our small but but aggressive um, uh, group of organizations and and they're giving back. And, and, you know, you, you see some really innovative work happening down at LCC in Lethbridge. Um, with uh, on the AR and, and VR front. Uh, Bow Valley College has a new program coming online that's really focused on sort of the creative side of the industry. Um, 
And uh, but so we have all of this stuff in our favor, and yet uh, somebody going through those post-secondary programs, we're making the investments in them uh, uh, through our funding of post-secondary. And then, quite frankly, as a as a sector, we don't have the ability to create jobs. The jobs are being right. created elsewhere. So, so they so end up in BC or Ontario. Or, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Which yeah. is the last thing that we want, Scott. I mean, they're Albertans, yeah, yeah. highly skilled, highly educated, highly paid Albertans are the potential here. That's the ultimate yeah. end product. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a proud Albertan, you know, first moved here back in 1976, not to, not to date myself too much, but it's, uh, uh, you know, it, it pains me to, to see that I've, I've had an opportunity to have a, uh, you know, a good career and, and set down roots and have a family here in Alberta and and my kids are about to enter university next year. And, um, you know, you're looking for, for ways that, that they're going to be able to, to benefit as part of the, you know, overall diversified economy that Alberta is, is, um, is, is becoming. And, and that's no, that's, you know, no, no slam against the oil and gas. No. Benefited richly from, from having a resource-based economy. And I think there's, you know, still uh, huge opportunities uh, within our, our traditional sectors in the province. It's not a, you know, either or conversation. It's a, uh, it's a me too conversation exactly, and, yeah. and get, get the province firing on all cylinders across uh, multiple sectors. Couldn't agree more. Uh, thanks so much for your time this morning, Scott. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Okay, bye-bye. That is Scott Nye with Digital Alberta talking about how, you know, I mean, we're talking big money here, big, big money, you know, $5.5 billion to the national GDP um, in 2020, 4,600 jobs created in 2020. 90% of them in BC, Ontario, and Quebec, just 4% in Alberta. There's opportunity here.